Do you ever wonder what it would take to make a hundred episodes of a podcast? It sounded so daunting. What I'd hoped to create and what it would take to make that happen all seemed pretty unrealistic. While I could pretend that hindsight is such a gift, and boy was it a lot easier than I thought it would be, it wasn't. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women like you who want to join our community so that we can help you grow your company and get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty awesome place. You can go see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, we're celebrating progress. And by celebrate, I mean we're highlighting all the things that have gone so very wrong in the making of this here podcast. Can you believe it? We made it to 100 episodes of the Why Are We Shouting podcast. It's pretty triumphant. In a sea of 2 million podcasts in the world, having lasted this long, it's a triumph. But also, let's be honest, it's been a wild ride full of mistakes. First, there was the issue of getting episodes out in time. Back in the day when I co-hosted the Breaking Down Your Business podcast, we'd record four episodes once a month and wipe our hands clean of the stuff for the other 29 days. It felt like so much work back then, but now, it seems like those days were so easy. In order to get a solid Why Are We Shouting episode into your ear holes every Tuesday, the process has been elongated because the format is so different. In this one, I write the content. I also edit it. I record it on my own, and then I begin the dance back and forth, back and forth with my editor. We add music. We pick out sound bites. Sometimes we rearrange the order of the segments, and sometimes we even re-rearrange them. The entire process spans three to four days, and by the time we're done, next week's episode is already up. So you can imagine with all of the back and forth that my sweet editor might miss a sentence here, I might miss a sound bite there, and the teensy tiny mistakes we make, they add up quite a bit. Then there's the tech. If you listen to my first 80 episodes and compare them to this one, you'll hear a difference in sound, maybe. Given that I'm married to a professional musician, sound means everything to him. He can hear things that no one else can. So when I'd play him episodes I thought would go over really well, like, you know, the ones featuring our own children, he'd make faces as he was listening, as though my voice was a pile of children's fingernails scratching a chalkboard. He'd attempt to explain to me what highs and lows were needed, and while I didn't exactly understand, my engineer did. We went on a the right mic hunt 
tested out a variety of recording platforms that would be a step up from my iPhone's voice memos app. And voila! You're now hearing a podcast episode that, frankly, sounds identical to the ones that came before this one to me. But to my editor, engineer, and my husband, it sounds worlds different and so much better. What about the content, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Whether you believe them or not, they're all true stories. Some have been too true, in fact. I recorded and had my editor cobble together a really powerful episode recently about something pretty terrible that happened to me, but I had to shelve it for the time being. I didn't tell the story the right way, and had I aired it, it would have gotten me into a bit of hot water with the folks that it was all about. That is to say, coming up with content ain't easy. You know that. I don't have to tell you. Even with the thousands of mistakes that I've made in business, the value to you is in the telling. Sometimes the story is so personal, it's hard to tell it right, whatever right means. Sometimes, even though the story is real and I replace names to protect folks, because I talk to so many women every day who are a part of my community for mom entrepreneurs, I'll get panicked or embarrassed emails asking me if the episode was about them. Tailoring these learning lessons for all of you is no easy feat, and I expect that I'll continue to screw up in one way or another for some time. If you couldn't tell, I love sharing my fails. It doesn't bother me to talk about them, and it's always my hope that it gives you permission to share yours as well. There's not a single person that I know in business who isn't messing things up somewhere, somehow. Say that again. But I know an awful lot of people who think they have to look perfect, or that they're making more money than they are, or that they figured out basic business concepts when they run a business, even though they never went to business school. There's too much shame and embarrassment associated with being a founder and not enough patting on the back when folks are vulnerable and reveal what they know to be true. Entrepreneurship isn't perfect, and that's just fine. You don't call, you don't write, why not do both? Text me by typing hashtag podcast to 312-847-2353, and then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. Pretty please. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, and you for making it this far in this podcasting journey with me. I'll see you next week. Bye.